Yes, it is Sunday. Kind of a dreary, dreary Sunday. But it's noon. And I'm Katie K9. I am your nooner for today. Noon to two every Sunday. I'm here. And then on the other side of the glass, we got Ellie. Hello, 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 everybody. Hello, hello, hello. How was your week this way this week, Ellie? My week has actually been uh, pretty good, oh, you okay. know, hanging out on some of the weekday shows and hearing all the Big goss going around town. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, a lot of entertainment news this week. Yeah, there is. Uh, Yeah, there really was. Crosby, Lisa Marie. uh, Yeah, it's just crazy. And then the stupid... Alec Baldwin, too. Oh, yeah. Alec Baldwin. You know, it just... I don't know. There's a lot going on. Check out the podcast. There you go. Go to mytalk1071.com. All the shows are podcast. You can go to my show page and get all my past shows also. And so, yeah, it was... uh, uh, this week was just kind of calm. Um, I had to cancel my Monday puppy class because with the rain, uh, oh. my uh, w- if you saw my place, um, Will's dad, my husband, uh, said, oh, you have a beautiful place. You know, he's a farmer. He was mm-hmm. a farmer. But anyway, and he says, but when you're not going to like this place when you get old because we got a lot of hills. Yeah, you've told me about your driveway. Yeah, so. and anyway, so yeah, I mean, uh, the, yeah, the... Uh, the uh, driveway was nothing but a skating rink. I couldn't even, I had to drive down to the barn to do chores. Wow. And first I had to get to the truck. That was interesting in itself. <laughs> Just it, ride your brakes all the way down the hill. Yeah, no, 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 on ice you never hit your brakes. That's what'll send you in the ditch. Yeah. Got to steer out of it. So anyway, so yeah, so it's been kind of tricky. And of course, more snow, which is I was happy for because then the ice rink went away and we had snow. Yeah. So I could walk on top of the snow. I said, don't tr- plow the driveway. I need, I need stability. <laughs> we need some traction here. Yes, I need stability. So please don't. And then the Vikings. Oh, God. We're no, all, don't I, even get me started. Yeah, I had to put my all my Viking gear, you know, away till next year. So, you know, they gave us a good season. A lot of... Uh, you know, last second stuff. You know, I mean, it was a good season. It yeah, really was. and you know, at least and, it was a good game. Yep, and we were so hopeful. Yeah, we didn't get our butts handed to us. No. But, you know, I, I, I applaud the Vikings. I really do, just for the fact that the defense has been weak all, all season. Yeah, but, that was that was pretty bad to watch. And also, like, their quarterback is just mobile in a way I've not seen before. Yep. And so that's why, like I said, I, I tip my hat to the Vikings this year. They put a lot of smiles and a lot of on-the-edge-of-your-seat plays. And so it was in games, so that was pretty cool. So today we're going to be talking about, I went to a baby shower yesterday, part of it. Uh, you've heard the Bombards, Cheryl Bombard, well, Krista and Kelsey, or Kristen, yeah, Chelsea. Let's get the kids' <laughs> right name. Okay, uh, uh, Carissa. No, Chelsea and Kirsten are having a baby in March, and anyway, so they had this. The Bombards put on this huge uh, shower. You know, about sixty people or so. Uh, beautifully done. April and and Carissa and uh, and Cheryl. They all did a beautiful job. Beautiful job. And so um, it was so funny is that, you know, with many hands, the workload is a lot less. And uh, Chad was there and uh, he helped out. Uh, Jordan was just a Mr. Energizer bunny, keeping things uh, up to the plates full and stuff like that. And then there was Rob. And then I got to meet Susie. And I th- I'm hoping I'm saying her name right. Daria. Daria. Uh, anyway, got to meet uh, Susie and Daria. I heard about them uh, through uh, Carissa, but now I got to put a face to a name and vice versa. But but like I said, I want to shout out especially to Jordan because, boy, I tell you, kid, you were really just energizing bunny, putting it together, keeping up with everything. So so uh, like I said, it was great. By, with many hands, it went well. And so with the, and being that it was such a phenomenal baby shower that we're going to own oh, the food. Oh. Yeah, catering, no joke, man. No, it was good. It was you put 
on skewers, a baby tomato, one of those, um, what are those, those oval ones, those little the ones? The cherry tomatoes, like the comparison like skewers? The, yeah, yeah, like that, or, yeah. And then, uh, and then, um, you put, what is it, brie cheese or mozzarella cheese? The mozzarella it. balls and basil and then like a balsamic yes. drizzle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Caprese skewers. Those, those are my are favorite. So good. They're they're easy to put together and they always are a hit. And then the other thing too is what I've always loved, and I don't know why I don't do it, are the veggie pizza. You know, with broccoli, cauliflower, and carrots. And yeah. then yeah, with uh, cr- uh crescent rolls on the bottom. Oh my gosh. I mean, they made so much food. So there was something to take over, take home, which I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, the way to do it. No kidding. So I know what I'm eating when I get home. So we were talking about ribs earlier. I'm so hungry for ribs now, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, so what we're going to talk about today, then we're going to do baby trivia. Uh, April put that together or somebody put it together. I don't know. So we're going to do baby trivia. Out of, out of 12 questions, I only got three wrong. So I thought that was pretty good considering, but anyway, you know, I do trivia here, but so we're going to do baby trivia today. And then also we're going to talk about, okay, you're, you are pregnant now, you have a dog and what do you do? All right. Then we're also going to talk about if you're going to get a dog and you got kids, what do you do? You got kid, you have, um, you have a dog, you have kids. And so what's the do's and the don'ts, you know, about that. And so the whole thing is going to be kind of the kids show. And if you got questions about kids and dogs, you know, please uh, call them in. Uh, we're not talking about baby goat kids. We're talking about two-legged kids. Why I wish I? we were talking about baby goat Yo, kids. Oh, baby goats. Oh, there is nothing cuter than a baby goat. Oh, I'll tell truly. You that. I've had uh, three three goats. I had my very first one was Frederick, and he was a Nubian. And then um, I literally slept in the ki- in a beanbag chair for a month in the kitchen with that goat. We got <laughs> him in March, and he was sick. And I was so scared. I didn't want to put him in the barn. And, you know, of course, my husband's like, it's a goat. He was nursing it the team. goes in the barn. I said, if I put him out there, he's going to die. He's sleeping here with me. And anyway, so by Jimmy, we almost lost him. But we, we pulled him out. And so he was only like three days old. He was just a real, you know, I was bottle feeding Yeah, teeny, like teeny that. little thing. Yeah. He fit under the rungs of the bar stool chairs in the kitchen. You know, he, when he walked, he could oh, walk underneath. Teeny. But, and when he got, when he grew up, he weighed 155 pounds. He was an abnormally huge Nubian. Funny. <laughs> but anyway, he was, and then I had Bonnie Bell. She was a little pygmy goat, a little black and white pygmy goat. I love pygmy goats. Yes, they are so cute. And then um, uh, the last goat I had that I lost was Nigel. And so, and like I said, goats are a pain in the butt, but they sure, they do do shenanigans. They're so smart. Oh, they are. They, and boy, I'll tell you, they'll pig you if you don't, they don't like you. Oh, you're just, oh yeah. they don't like you. They don't like you. <laughs> you ain't, they, they, that's just the way it's going to go. <laughs> I thankfully have not had a goat decide it didn't like me. I don't want to figure that out. Yeah. No, it's just, uh, and I had to, I had them all dehorned because like I said, they're going to be around kids. You don't want to goat with horns. Yet if you do have a goat with horns, you're FYI, and you got kids, put tennis balls <laughs> put put a uh, you know poke a hole in the tennis ball and yeah. ram it on the end of the horn, so that then at least they can't hook the kids, you know, with their horns and hurt them. So. What do you grab them by if they don't have horns? That's how you wrangle a goat. Yeah, but no, but but when you make friends of them, you don't need that. Yeah, you know, all mine had collars. You know, I would take them for walks. Everybody's taking their dogs for a walk, and I'm walking my goat. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel or Frederick was the one that was easiest to walk. Nigel was a pain in the butt, and Bonnie Bell, she just followed you. She didn't need to be on a leash. She oh, just wherever cute. you are, yeah, wherever you are, I'll be. So it was pretty cool. So yeah, so if you got questions, uh, um, give a holler. We're here for that today. Let's talk babies and and dogs. Uh, you you are pregnant now, and you have a dog. What should you do when you bring the baby before you bring the baby home? 
and then or even before leading up to you know the delivery okay and then if you have kids and you want to get a dog let's talk (laughs) and then let's say you've got kids and dogs and things are kind of heading out the rules and such like that so that's what we're going to talk about along with your questions so if you want to give a holler 651-641-1071 Oh, and my business line is finally up and going. Thank you to Jake, the CenturyLink guy. I have not had my business line since December Yeah, 15th. I remember yes, you saying that. finally, yesterday, not yesterday, uh, Friday, Friday, Jake from CenturyLink, oh, he's my new favorite guy. So he's a super nice guy. And uh, it was so simple, too. They shouldn't, don't even get me going on this one. Well, thank you, Jake, for solving the problem. <laughs> yeah, I said I'll never forget your name because my horse is named Jake. <laughs> but anyway, okay. First baby trivia question. On average, a newborn stomach is the size of a hazelnut, peach, apple, or a kiwi. We'll be back. All right, thanks for tuning in to the KDK9 show on mytalk1071.com. We're doing baby shower trivia because the Bombards put it together for that big shower for Chelsea and Kristen yesterday. And so I'm going to use it today. And we're going to talk about uh, kids, babies, and dogs, okay? On average, a newborn stomach is the size of a hazelnut, peach, apple, kiwi. Uh, Hazelnut is so small, but that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Okay, it's a newborn. Okay, he's a newborn. Yeah. Okay, ding, ding, ding. You're yeah. right. But guess what? In two weeks after being born, it's the size of a peach. Wow. Isn't that something? God, babies well, just grow so fast. Well, God, yeah, but God kind of, you know, that's all you need to do is have a big stomach and a big baby to try to pup that puppy out. Yeah. <laughs> so let's try to keep everything dwarf until we get them out in the ground. So. Yeah, they do. They grow so much in that first month. Oh, I know it. That's so true. Okay, so let's say you uh, have a dog and now you're gonna, you're pregnant with your, or gonna, even you're, you're pregnant with your first, uh, first baby. Now, first of all, your hormones change, okay? So the dog picks up on that you smell different so some dogs uh, will get a little bit more aloof with you maybe test you a little bit because all of a sudden you have this different smelling of hormones okay so the the, the dynamics between you and your dog might go off a little bit or on the other hand sometimes dogs are more endearing it seems like more the the female dogs are more endearing it's kind of a nesting thing you know whatever but anyway so okay so then your job now you're gonna have a baby is to start acclimating your dogs uh, to kids you know go Go to playgrounds and sit and just watch the kids, you know, play. Uh, get them around nieces, nephews, or whatever type of thing, some smaller kids. But protect the dog's face and space. Don't let the kids just come running up and wanting to give your dog a hug. Because what you want, to you got to teach the kids, number one, to respect dogs' faces and spaces. So anyway... but. So then you're gonna now, um, so that you're now you're gonna acclimate them to kids on just being calm. Anytime the kids are like in high mode, dog is on a leash or in a kennel on a leash with you, so you can handle the situation. All right. But then now, so now you're pregnant, and then now as you start getting stuff for the baby, you know, like the mobiles, you know, the things that make noise and go around, you know, like the baby lays on the floor and it lies above them. Start playing with those things. Start using things that you're gonna be needing, so the dog gets used to the different sounds of things. If you're going to be pumping milk, you know, practice with that because that sound, remember dogs hear 300 times better than we do. Okay, so the whole thing is is that we got to acclimate them to that because dogs are curious. They want to come and smell everything and see what it is. So you want to get all that curiosity out of the way before the baby comes in the home. Uh, then practice, let's say you're going to go get yourself a doll. 
All right. You're sitting in your, you're practicing beating the baby. Okay. Here comes the dog. I would strongly suggest you teach the word back where, or away where you want the dog to back up and not get so close. All right. Also too, if the dog doesn't, then you can drop the doll because you don't want to drop the baby <laughs> and lean in and push the dog away and tell him the word away or back. I prefer the word back. All right. So the whole thing is you want to teach them words and what they mean. So you're going to use them, but back comes in a handy a lot of times. Let's say you're going to be changing the diaper. And the dog wants to put his nose in because, boy, they love those diapers. And that's an FYI. Make sure, especially with the doo-doo diapers for the baby, that you have it in a sealed container so the dog can't get to it and eat the diaper. And they will. All right? And the thing is, is that now you've got that. Uh, the doo-doo is gross to us humans, but that's what dogs eat at times. But anyway, but the thing is, you don't want them eating that diaper. It can cause a blockage. All right? So you want to make sure that you have an airtight container to put the diapers in so it keeps the smell of the house. And the dog can't get into the house or into the diapers, okay? So anyway, and so then um, just the different things. So practice uh, your attention with the, a baby in the stroller, in the in the crib, in the bassinet. You know, just practice those things, all right, with with this doll. And so then, and then set up what rules that you want for this dog. Some people don't want the dog in the nursery, you know, the room with the, with the child. And so then you're going to set up a barrier. You're going to tell them, wait or stay they're not allowed if they try to come in uh, 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 back so you got to make sure you set up your rules or follow through and you're going to teach but the biggest thing is to get your ch- your uh, dog used to children now let's say the, the baby and the sounds of, of everything that's around because there's so many things that come and uh, you know with having a baby and anyway, so now you're, uh, you, let's say you have your baby. Then what you're going to do is you're going to either take a bandana uh, of something, uh, and then rub it on the, uh, on the baby and, because you want to bring that scent home and then tie the bandana around uh, the, uh, the dog. And then maybe if you can take a little towel or something like that, rub that on the baby to get the scent on and then put that in the dog's bed. So now the dog is getting used to the smell of the baby that's going to be coming home. Now the big thing is, is that, um, uh, the minute when you come home, that dog is, hey, what do you got? But if you've been doing your good homework, like he's used to seeing you carry something, you know, a doll, but right away he's going to do a quick sniff like, oh, I've smelled that before. And so he's not going to be so inquisitive to get his face right in, right into that baby. Okay, so the thing is, uh, so then now here comes life. All right, so it's going to be, you're going to be tired. The dog's going to be nosy. Now, remember, you had all, all the time was spent with your, the dog. Now your time is divert. And so now what's going to happen is the dog is going to be put on the back burner and you don't mean to, but you do because you're tired and you got a baby and you got to take care of that situation. And so what the, what you want to make sure is you take quality time out to teach a trick, to go for a walk, you know, so the dog doesn't feel so alienated. Right. So that's the big thing now with, so you're pregnant, get them used to the sounds and smells in the house. Um, then also get them used to uh, kids uh, and just de- don't inundate the dog with kids. And then one child should come at one time and they should, and the child should never ever shove his hand out in front of the dog, because they usually mostly sort dogs. Small dogs are more kid anti kid, because look, the kids move so fast. They look like they're going right, they go left, and the little dogs are kind of. Are you going to step on me? Are you going to you know what, what's going to happen here? And so that's why, like, but as you are getting them used to children. 
then you want to make sure that, uh, like I said, you, you do it slow and uh, steady. Just don't inundate. Don't think, well, I'm going to have a, a birthday party with 50 kids and my dog's going to get used to all the kids. No. It's better to go slow and have the kids move slow and, and go from there. Okay? So now that's when now you're pregnant, you had the baby, now you're going to get the scent and put it on, the, you need to put it in the dog's bed where he sleeps. And the bandana's a really good thing, so he's kind of wearing it. And because that's what he wants to do. He wants to smell that child. He wants to get right up in there, right? But now you've laid the good groundwork. Okay, now let's say you have uh, a kid and you're thinking about getting a dog or whether it's one child or two childs or whatever type thing and you're thinking about getting a dog. Well, here's my advice. Don't. <laughs> but I know you're not, you're not going to listen to that. So the thing you don't want to do and I really, really think about this. Everybody wants to get the puppy, the cuteness of the puppy, and watch the puppy grow up with the kids. If you talk to anybody uh, that has, uh, that does not like dogs, the reason they don't like dogs, because as a kid, they either got pummeled by a dog and they, their mittens stolen from them, the dog jumped on them, they got scars, maybe he got snapped at. You know, they had a bad experience with the dog. And so the thing is, is that you've got to protect two faces and spaces here, the dogs and then and the, and the child, all right? So I strongly suggest that if you have kids and you have kids under five, do not, do not get a puppy, all right? Get a secondhand dog. At least two or three years is really nice because <laughs> then you're going to see how big the dog is and who the dog is and if he even likes kids. A lot of people think if they have the puppy and it grows up with the kids that they're always going to be buddies. No, they're not always going to be buddies. The, the child could do something to hurt pu puppy accidentally. I know kids that have, you know, where somebody went and got a Yorkie. You don't get small, small dogs when you got animated kids, okay? You think you're going to teach them that how to uh, respect a dog and behind your back, all of a sudden they're dropping the dog off the couch or off the bed. I've known uh, small dogs that have broken legs and such like that because of you know what, what kids have done to them. And so that's why it's really important that you teach respect. Be, uh, be, and with respect comes trust from the dog. But the thing is getting back to uh, the older the dog, the better. And then also there again, the, the main rule of thumb is when the children are running and being kids, the dog is on a leash attached to an adult or he's in his carry kennel or whatever. Because the thing is, is that it's natural because dogs have a prey drive, right? If it runs, they're on it. And some dogs, especially herding breeds, man, they're right there. And then they're going to pummel the kid. They're going to grab the hat, grab the mm -hmm. mittens, grab the boots, the shoes. And if it's summer months, all of a sudden here comes the t-shirt is ripped off or socks are off or, or, or sandals are stolen and such like that. And so then all of a sudden the parents are screaming and yelling at the dog but the thing is is they weren't parenting they weren't making sure that the dog was going to be okay and the children are going to be okay and so that's why like i said most people that don't like dogs are people that had a bad experience whether they got bit every kid wants to go up and hug a dog and one thing with my daughter cassandra i never ever let her hug my dogs because whatever she did at home she's going to do to other do other dogs outside no matter what i tell her so let's uh, revisit this more when we come back from break. And if you got a call, get a question, give a holler, 651-641-1071. How old are babies when they begin to cry real tears? Six weeks, two weeks, birth, one month. We'll be back. 
Twas the night after Christmas, up at the North Pole, all the cookies Santa had eaten had taken their toll. Oh, ho, ho. 396 million cookies were inhaled by that guy. But did Santa throw in the towel? No, he joined the Y. It doesn't matter what you did over the holidays. The Y has people who can help you reset and reach your goals. Join now for $0 enrollment through January 19th. Learn more at ymcanorth.org. All right. We're back. I appreciate it. And <laughs> got a couple calls. And so she is, a, you're running around like a mad woman over there. Oh, yeah. Nothing new, right? Yep, nothing new. Okay, how old are babies when they begin to cry real tears? I, Six I, weeks, two weeks, birth, or one month? I know it's not uh, immediately. Like, they don't cry real tears. They just, like, scream. I think it's a month. Mm-hmm. Nope. No. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yep. Oh, sooner I got than that, I thought. I got that one right, too. Oh, look at you. So far, I got... Yeah, these are the ones that I got right. So, anyway. Okay. Um, you got to take care, care of the calls. Why don't you take care of the calls, and I'll talk a little bit more. Before well, we have a caller up uh, right here, if you're ready. Okay, well, let's go for it. Well, so we have Kathy on the line, whose dog, in the last couple of days, has developed a new fear trigger. Ah, interesting. Okay, hi, Kathy. How you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. What kind of puppy do you got? I have a miniature golden doodle. She's about six. Pounds and four years old. Okay, four years old. So what's going on? And she, over the last about four days, um, she quit going down the stairs. Um, she won't jump up on the couch. She won't jump up on our bed anymore. Okay. Um, if she gets up on her back leg, she starts yelping. Um, she's eating fine. She's drinking fine. I brought her to the vet yesterday because mm-hmm. um, she's just, it, it, this is not typical for her. And right. they did blood work and urine and um, looked her over, felt their bones and knees and hips. And yeah. they're kind of at a loss. They don't know what's wrong with her. They did also express her anal glands. Okay. Because, and, and I know it sounds funny, but she... It, it seemed like something was leaking out of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, okay. The big. The, this is FYI, everybody listening. Anytime your dog goes off, okay, everybody thinks it's uh, uh, like internal. Usually, when yeah. they quit doing stairs or jumping, they've something got tweaked. Well, and first thing that you do is you go to a chiropractor. Because what oh. happens is that it's just like us. You know how we bend to pick up something wrong or uh, something, and all of a sudden we yep. stand up, and it's like, oh. So now you're either doing the Tim Conway shuffle, <laughs> or you know you're not doing things that you normally do. You're moving very cautiously, right? And so yep. that's why the first thing that you do when it, all of a sudden that just when they quit jumping, quit striding, okay, and especially if you said she you know yelped a little bit, I'd say definitely she tweaks something in her back or her shoulders or could be back in her uh, something along the bind and into her hips if her behind because she can't power off. All right. So that's the thing. So that's why we want to, that's the first thing that you do instead of going for internal problems, because if they're eating and drinking, you know, fine, but it's just their movement has all of a sudden, you know, gone nuts or, you know, goofy. Then the first thing you do is you do a chiropractor. Okay. Okay. And so that's why uh, you can, there's a lot of chiropractors out there that's uh, uh, a lot of the human chiropractors went to school and became 
you know, uh, do- where they can also do pets or, you know, dogs and such like that. Uh, there's a couple. What area are you from? Um, White Bear. White Bear? Okay. Let's see. You can do, uh, there's a place that's called Chiropractic for Everybody, and they will go to your clinic or you can go to their place. Okay. Chiropractic for Everybody. Okay. Um, okay. Then there is a canine crossing. There's Stacy. Okay, I can never remember okay. if it's Tracy or Stacy. Her that's called uh, rhythm of uh, rhythm of life, I believe it is. Uh, okay. Then there's another one down in Edina, who I love is Dr. Rebecca down in Edina, and that's perpetual motion. Okay. And anyway, these are ones that I've used. Okay, I know there's a lot more out there, so you can look, okay. you know, ask around in your circle and see if anybody else has used a, you know, a chiropractor. All right. Okay. And so, the, but that's the first thing, and that's FYI, everybody listening, is when the dog has a, uh, all of a sudden, whoop, they won't, you know, like they're not moving like they normally do. The first thing you do is a chiropractor, because they can okay. feel things if it's pinched and and put realigned, just like in humans. Okay. Yep. Okay, because now you don't give her too much pain meds either, because pain is a good thing. It keeps her from okay. doing stupid stuff. Okay, it's just like humans. Oh my okay. gosh, my back is just fine. Okay, let's go shovel, you know, 20 inches of snow, you know, but because you felt good. Well, no, your injury was still there. It just masks the problem. So that's why okay. you want to keep her comfortable. And that's why Boswellia, B O S W E L L I A, is uh, you know a holistic, and you can take it too for arthritis or tweaking. Instead, of, I take that instead of aspirin um, or ibuprofen. And so anyway, uh, so Boswell, you can get it uh, at any any health store, whatever. And usually, the rule of thumb is is what it says for a human. You give half that to the dog. Okay. Okay. That's what okay. Dr. Jessica Levy has m- mentioned to me. So, so okay. yeah. So that's what I would do. Go for the skeleton in the boat. You know, the, a, a pinch somewhere instead of you know there's something wrong inside. All right. Okay. And see that okay. leaking of the anal glands that could have came from something. She jumped off something, tweaked something, because our um, spine is it aligns all our organs and well everything is lined together. Correct. And that's right. why sometimes people that are having. Um, uh, liver issues or kidney issues, they get you know readjusted and everything now is is working right, and all of a sudden some of that that health problems went away. All right, so okay. that's why it's really important. Yeah. I'm not. I was never a chiropractic person. I always thought they were a bunch of quacks. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know how long ago. Let's see how long I've been married. Probably about 35 years ago. Uh, Doctor Barrett in in Hugo. I love him dearly. And anyway, he um, uh, helped a girlfriend of mine. And so, um, and this is long story short, then I said, fine, okay, if you can go to him, I'll go to him. Because I couldn't <laughs> sit, I couldn't lay, and I really trusted this gal. And Dr. Bill was just phenomenal, Bill Barrett. And anyway, um, that's when I started believing in chiropractic, because he wasn't just out like, buy, you get, if you get five appointments, you get one free. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas, no, what, what yep. I shouldn't say like that is, what it is, a lot of the chiropractors nowadays, they have you book. Uh, and you have to use it within so many, you know, and like Dr. Bill says, you need me, come to me. You know, he doesn't have you sell you packages. He, right. You just, and that's, that's a good chiropractor, a one that t- does an as need thing. You know, if he goes yep. to, he says, well, I need to see you two more times. Great. But, and then after that, it's up to yourself when you need me. So it's, and that's yep. it. Like I say, just get a good feel. Okay. Okay. That okay. Awesome. Thank okay. you so much. You bet. Keep us posted. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You betcha. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yep. Anytime they go off, you know what I mean? Whereas their, their, their gate is off. Think chiropractor first. Okay. Before your internal stuff. So anyway, okay. Who's up next? There's ma'am. Well, next on the line, we have Amanda, whose uh, dog is having a weird period of super high energy 
when her husband gets home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dad's home! <laughs> Hi, Amanda. Hi, how are you? Good, about yourself. Good, thank you. <clears throat> so what kind of what kind of dog? So he's a two-year-old Bernie Doodle. Okay. And he's always gotten a little bit excited, but I'd say like over the past month or so, it's really magnified and growling, barking, just acting crazy, and he won't respond anymore to, you know, we've gone through your training news like the hot, quiet and stuff, and he won't respond to any of that anymore. So I was wondering if you had any suggestions. Okay, so now is this when uh, anybody comes home, or what's, how, what, what's the, give me the picture. I'm sorry, give you the picture for what? What, if is, this, is this every time somebody comes in from outside that he goes nuts, just particular when dad comes home? What's the deal? Yeah, just when dad comes home. Okay, what does dad do when dad gets home? Uh, he actually usually, um, that might be the answer. He goes outside and plays with them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> See, what's happening, why it's escalating, because right away he's saying, goodbye, dad's home, let's go nuts, we're going outside. So, okay. okay, so he's being rewarded for acting like that. And so what you, what he's got to learn to do is come in and totally ignore him, not acknowledge him in any way, keep his hands to his center, okay, so he can't grab anything, look to the ceiling and kind of spin his way in, maybe go change his clothes, okay? But okay. the only time he's going to, when he's going to take that dog out is when the, when he sits down, the dog is calm, and then don't have him rev him up like, you want to go play? want to go play? Just have him just nonchalant, get up, go to the door. Go outside, and then once he's outside, now you can use keywords, okay? But it, you don't rev him up on the inside. And so, like, when he comes home, and I know it's going to be really hard for him, you know, to totally ignore it. The first three, the three let's say, days that you do it, it's going to seem like this is not working. All of a sudden, you're going to notice that he's not as nuts as long. Okay. And all of a sudden, you're going to see him start walking up to him. You know, and like, hi, and you know what I mean? It's, it's going to evolve because even if, if you go to yell at the dog, knock it off, bad dog, that, it, it feeds the frenzy, all right? So you got to be what you want the dog to be. You have to be very calm, very steady. And like I say, let's say you're turning and the dog is just, you know, hyperactive, then go into the bathroom, go into the bedroom, shut the door, okay? Maybe okay. then do something, come back out, don't look at the dog. Side profile, call me and say no. Hands to yourself, okay, and go to another place and go get a drink of water. But the dog doesn't get any until the dog is on all four. And if you can't, ask him to sit. If not, just slowly come down and just give him a little tickle on the side of the face. Slowly okay. acknowledge him. So then he's going to learn by acting calm, he's going to get what you, he wants, which is your attention. Okay. okay, that makes a lot of sense. And so just give him like, ah, 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 just settle, just settle. Remember, be what you want the dog to be. And like I say, if he's he come out of the bedroom and he's like, ah, and is he still not, then go back in the bedroom. <laughs> just kind of plan ahead because at the end of the week, you if you do, are very diligent about this, you should see a significant difference. But your husband can't feed the frenzy. Because that's why he's getting worse and worse. That anticipation of dad coming home and then going outside and getting nuts. The dog is is not even waiting for dad. He's just, we're moving now. Yep, yep. Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Okay, kiddo, take care. Thank you much. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Yep, the frenzy. People, you feed it. Don't feed the frenzy. All right, let's see. Did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. Where are we at here? Okay, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. Okay, when does a baby gets its foot or fingerprints? Mm. When does a baby gets 
get its fingerprints. Okay. One week, four months before birth, um, uh, six months. Which one is it? We'll be back. Give a question. You got a question? Give a holler. 651-641-1071. All right. We're back. Appreciate it. All right. Here we go. When does a baby get its fingerprints? One week, four months before birth, six months. Fingerprints. Are you born with fingerprints? But like before you're born? Don't give a question for a question. <laughs> I'm is unsure of my answer. Is answering the question. You don't answer the. My husband does that all the time. And I just want to bat him upside the head. Because I don't want to be involved. Yeah, yeah. That's not what I ask. Let me ask again. Okay. So now what are you saying? So fingerprints? I, I think you're born with your fingerprints. Like, so you develop them in utero. Ding, ding, ding. Woo! There you go. So there you, you go. go. I should yeah. have been more confident. Yep. Always be confident. Always. <laughs> even, you know, even if you're wrong, you learn something. You know? Exactly. Exactly. So always not for not. Right? Exactly. Okay. Who's up? Well, so next we have Laura, who is wondering if uh, it's okay to use like later laser pointers to play with her cat. All right. Hi, Laura. How you doing? <laughs> Hi, I'm doing well. Good. Um, I, yes. So I've never felt good about playing with laser pointers with any of my cats because I feel like they don't get the satisfaction of actually catching something. Okay. But recently my son has been um, using a laser pointer with our cat. And and uh, he does, when he's done playing, kind of make the, the light look like it's going into a vent. So there's some end to it. And I'm okay with that, and I thought that can be their thing. But now she looks at me, and if she hears that clicking noise, she's anticipating that that's going to happen. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to decide. I wish I knew what was going on in her head, and if she was just feeling like, I've got to get this thing, uh-huh. and I can't let go until I get it, or what she's thinking, and if it's okay for me to actually... Start okay, yeah, for cats, a laser pointer is a great idea. It really gets them going, okay? It gives them exercise. Never, ever, ever with a dog. Okay, but cats, but and, but now you hit the nail on the head. You never just turn off the light. It has to go around behind the couch or like you were saying, the vent. You know, it has to go someplace where the cat will look like, hmm, where did it go? Look how long a, a cat will see if you saw a mouse go behind something, how long they will sit there and sit there. And sit there and sit there and wait for that mouse to come back. But what they didn't know is the mouse went through the wall and he's outside down. <laughs> Let's hope so. Oh, yes. But the, so that's the thing is that the, never just turn the light off. <clears throat> Make it go something. Uh, I mean, go around, you know, something so that it's kind of like it just, you know, it had an escape route. <laughs> right. And so, okay. yeah, that's just really good forecast. And the thing is, is that then if you want to follow that up, because, you know, technically she didn't get anything. Or him. Uh, what's really good is that if you get like a a, a, a child Zepco uh, fishing rod, a short one, okay, uh-huh. and then put a sinker on it, and then put tie a feather, like either a peacock feather or uh, a goose feather or something like on it, and then what you do is you practice your your uh, casting, and then you reel it in, and sometimes the cat gets the feather, and sometimes you're faster than the cat. But anyway, so then that way there, there's a, the, if you're worried that, well, oh, geez, she's getting depressed because she's really not catching anything, this is the way you could follow it up. Not every time, you know, but give her something else that she can catch. Okay. okay. And so that's why feathers are really good. Uh, pe- you, they sell just separate peacock feathers, but they don't last very long because with cat's claws and such like that, it's not too long before it doesn't look like a peacock feather anymore.
anymore. But anyway, uh, but that's but laser lights forecast is excellent because, like I said, it, uh, they're, they're curious uh, and they're very you know like um, uh, they're very patient to sit and wait. And so, like I say, you're giving them mentally stimulation and you're giving them physical stimulation. It's awesome. Okay. All right. I'll let my my son know he was right. Yep. There you go. You don't have to say that. You know, Katie Kani <laughs> says that is a good idea. Don't you don't have to say the word. You're you know I'm wrong. She, you she, you're you're right. Don't you know we don't want to give kids that satisfaction, do we? <laughs> no, not that. <yet. laughs> but anyway, well, good luck. Like I said, that's good exercise for the cat. So, uh, so laser on with the cat, but never with the dog. Right. Okay. Thank you. You bet. Have a great day. Bye bye. You too. Bye. Yep, the laser for never for it. And also another thing for dogs, please don't do, is uh, the remote control, you know, remote control cars and stuff like that. That there's been, yeah. I've seen dogs just, because dogs have a high prey drive, right? Mm-hmm. And the more, like the laser light, by doing that, it literally sends them into a frenzy yeah. to get that. And so then what happens is that then they become shadow chasers, fly chasers. They become a neurotic. Car chasers? Yeah, they, well, not really, but they just become a very, you know, they're, they're just wired like on pins and needles, yeah. like waiting for the next thing to move so they can get it. And so, or chase... They may not get it, but they can, they can chase it. So never, ever with the, uh, and then like I said, but that also is for remote controls. A lot of people, oh, I'm going to exercise my dog. Here we go. But what you don't realize is a lot of them, especially if you do it really often, that um, uh, they will become prey driven and it will go over the edge. Mm-hmm. And then you've got a dog that is a neurotic mess. And once it turns into a neurotic mess, me, I wish you luck. Even if it goes away, you never use it again. Now they're chasing the flies, chasing the sh- shadows. They're just, mm-hmm. they're just more on edge. You know, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So, what's that uh, sport where they chase the rabbit down the track? Uh, cor- a coursing. Yeah. What are your thoughts yes. on that? Well, that's there again. It heightens the playground, but a uh, playground. Play, <laughs> play, play drive. drive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is that some of them, like terriers and stuff like that, are meant for coursing. You yeah. know, uh, like your Irish wolfhounds, your boyzoys. Those are deer or sight hounds. Okay, and they are meant to catch, you know, see something. I mean, just like a flick of it, find it, and then get it. Type thing, so it's a good exercise. But there again, you know, if you do it too often, then you start creating their neurotic mess. When something moves, they are on top of it. So it's just it's up to yourself. But yeah, coursing is quite the quite the thing. So anyway, hey, we got open lines. Give a holler six five one six four one one zero seven one. One thing that's kind of good for uh, have you ever heard of barn hunt? Barn hunt? No. Yes. Um, it's really, they started out for the little guys, like the terriers. They were meant to go to ground, okay? Yeah. The doxies, things like that. Like follow groundhogs into holes and stuff, <laughs> You right? betcha. Yeah. yeah. And that's why the all your uh, your terriers mostly have cut tails, because if they would get into some a hole, you know, they can't turn around, and you need to get mm. the, you grab the dog by his tail, and you pull him out. <laughs> and that's why they have dock tails, so they a good, well, you can get a good hold on it, Okay. <laughs> But anyway, and uh, but bar hunt is something that you, if you want something cool to do with your dog, somebody started it like in a hayloft where they took a rat, you know, like a pet rat, put it in a cage, okay, and then they put, they like bury it like in the hayloft, you know what I mean? Put it someplace in the barn. Like needle in a haystack, but exactly. for dogs. Exactly. And so the dog's got to find that. And then Ed, um, uh, when they find it, obviously the, the rat is in a kennel, you know, so that the rat can't get hurt. Okay? Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, it's really interesting. It's very my- mental stimulating because now it's nothing's moving, just relying on the scent of the dog to find that scent. Yeah, you know, scent so, games there seem yeah, to be. Oh, yeah. Those are huge. Um, uh, anytime you do nose work, 
that is huge, huge brain draining. That's why I love that book, Brain Teasers for Dogs by Soderman, because it's total nose work. It's in the for, their t- actual tricks, brain teasers, but it's nose work. And the more the dog has to utilize his nose, because that's what the, the, God gave uh, dogs the nose and the hearing. Eyesight kind of stinks, okay? Yeah. And so that's why they, they're prey dry, because otherwise they would starve, okay? But they're not clearly seeing what they're seeing. You know what I mean? They just see the emotion is what they do. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, so it's, but that barn hunt, you look into it, Google it, Nancy. Uh, uh, so the barn hunt is really cool. And then, because that way they're, like I said, it, you just stand still. You're not running. You know, some people, you know, with the agility, you have to be... <laughs> Yeah, I looked at the agility courses, but it's like it's a team sport. Yeah, but you have to be in shape to be able to do that, and so that's why, like the barn hunt, you just stand at the door, you let your dog go, the dog goes find finds the rat, and uh, you know at first you're helping them as they're learning it, okay, type thing, but then pretty soon you don't even know where the rat is, so you can't help your dog, and so I I know they use other uh, other kind of uh, not just always rats, they do use other things, but the big thing is is that no time is the animal in the cage being hurt okay so everybody's like what about don't worry they're not out there to hurt a you know heavier dog their dogs hurt uh you know an innocent rat or mouse or whatever types i mean if they want to harm some innocent mice send them to my house (laughs) why do you have a dog that likes to hunt mice no i i mean it's my parents dog and he's more into deer because they have a lot of deer on their property Uh he doesn't even chase the squirrels but I, I have a really old house, so I have some mice in the basement, uh, and my neighborhood cats are not doing their job oh, to keep them out of my basement. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Believe it or not, dogs are really good mousers. They really are. Yeah, my old dog was phenomenal. She was yeah. she was big into squirrels and uh, like things that would go underground. We had, like at my cabin, we had some like... Voles? Yeah, voles. She would yeah. like sit and dig around at the vole hides yeah, and just yeah. sit and watch forever. Yeah. I had a, a Springer Spaniel Tish. And boy, she like the snow. How much snow we got? She'd get out in the field, and her nose would go down, and all you would see is her butt. And you just yeah. and she her head would pop up, and then you know there you see her butt again. Her head would pop up. All of a sudden, her whole body would come up, and here comes a, a she found a mouse and flipped it in the air, and then it's down on the on the snow. And man, she got it in two seconds. It and she's just, a little fox. It's oh, fox she was, yeah, she was really uh, really good. She was really small, Springer English Springer, black and white. But oh, was she a cool dog? Okay, we're going to do it more baby trivia. Got questions? Please give a holler. 651-641-1071. Which one do we want here? What percentage of babies arrive on their due date? Is it 35 to 45%, 16 to 18%, 4 to 5%, or 22 to 25%? We'll be back. Mm-hmm.